Blog Talk Radio. You got to accentuate the positive feeling. Minate the negative, latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. You gotta spread joy up to the maximum. Bring gloom down to the minimum. Have faith. A pandemonium liable to walk upon the scene. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you, our listening audience, with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness, challenges, and solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, along with Hasina Roach, Relational Consultant, and Wanda Miles, Radio Personality. Hey, ladies, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great. It's Hasina. Hey, Hasina. Okay, well, Wanda, um, you know, Wanda will be joining us, um, she'll be joining us momentarily. Um, how's your week been, Hasina? It's been great. Uh, very busy yesterday. I really had a chance to stop and think because things were delayed very much of what I was trying to do for the day, but it actually turned it out turned out really, really good. And right now my son's in there doing his homework and everything is flowing just the way I need it to flow to the next level. That's nice. That's nice. Well I'm what gonna tell you? you I'm um, you know, my week is, is has been a good week. Um it's been busy. Sometimes um Sometimes it feels like I've got so many projects that I'm working on it. Sometimes things just kind of blur together. But the feeling um, this week has, has been a, a good feeling. Um, yeah, I've been feeling pretty good. But I'm really happy about our show topic today because, uh, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier, and I think it speaks to me <laughs> and and some of the things that, that I am, am, am going through. So I, I'm glad um, that we're going to be talking about uh, Speak Life, the power of vibration, imagination, and words. Um, yeah. So, um, Tasina, you wrote a poem, and mm-hmm. I put it on the, uh, yeah, I placed it on the show page because when when you read it to me, it really, it really, reached out to me. And after you finished with it, I thought to myself, wow. That is a perfect theme, a perfect topic. So I'm going to ask you to, um, you know, to read it to us. All right. Well, let me give you the pre of where this came from. A couple years ago, I was on a flight going to Atlanta, and I was just in a really good space. And it's really funny. Um, as I have stated to the audience, uh, I was diagnosed with MS a few years ago, and really good today. And, you know, I looked at him and I'm like, geez, that's the first thing he sees. He doesn't say, you look good. 
because you're walking good. And from that, that's where this poem came from. It is, it's just funny like that. So here it is. Speak life. Life is a wonderful thing. It is bursting with energy. Everything has energy or vibration. Even a rock or that cup you're holding moves. It moves so fast or so slow that we cannot see it. Just like we can't see the speed of light with our naked eye. In chemistry class, there was talk about atoms moving so fast or slow. We could or could not see it. If life is filled with vibrations and energy, we must use it for our good. Speak life in everyone and everything you see. The positive impact may bring such an imprint on others in yourself that you reflect and become contagious. Love and gratefulness is the highest level of energy. And vibration, oh, and I'm sorry, of energy and vibration that can be expounded. And the best part of it, it's free. Send thank you cards. Look at everyone with a smile. Share a gentle, caring touch, a compliment. This may be the only offering of love a person may get for a week. Even when it's raining, thank the clouds. Mother Earth can use some exaltation of greatness. The birds, the plants, the bees, they all have a duty to you. Your house, car, and clothes should be gratified. The universe is listening. It gives you shelter, brings you here and there, clothes you, and keeps you warm. Yourself. Some people say it's arrogant to pat yourself on the back, but your mind, body, and soul got you, got you where you are today. All of these parts should be on a pedestal. Even if they are shortcomings, maintain the thought of beauty for self. And yes, I wrote that a few years ago. And I think it's a great way to start our conversation today. So I'm just going to give a couple points um, from some things I saw online and how I look at energy and vibrations and frequencies when it comes to speaking life. Energy, as we use physics, going back to chemistry, is a property of objects which can be transferred to other objects or converted into different forms, but cannot be created or destroyed. Please remember, energy cannot be created or destroyed. Do you think of your soul or spirit as energy created? And we need to think about this as a creation from the omnipotent power. A lot of people say, oh, this person passed on. They may be passed on from the physical body, but their energy is still there. Energy is never destroyed. We have a quote from Albert Einstein. Everything in life is a vibration, and it really, really is. A lot of people don't look at it, but uh, I think about some of my Rastafarian friends, and when they say, you know, you're giving good vibes or I feel a bad vibe, this is what he's talking about. Everything in life has vibration. Atoms are constant, a constant state of motion. And depending on the speed of those atoms, things appear as solid, liquid, or gas. Sound also is a vibration. 
and so are our thoughts. Everything that manifests itself in your life is there because it matches the vibration of your or our thoughts. So what do you think about that, Katrina? Katrina, are you there? I'm here. Mm -hmm. I absolutely am here. And, you know, I'm I'm listening. Yeah, I'm listening to what you're saying. And I think that um, everything that you're saying, it's it's making perfect sense to me. And uh, I'm just shaking my head. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 And as you're talking about vibrations and, you know, talking about your Rasta friends who say things like, ah, oh, you know, I, you know that that I don't have a good vibe about that, or you know, I, I, you know, that's that's making me feel good. I understand that, and I was the thought that came to my mind is, we as people need to pay more attention to how things and situations make us feel. Because those um, emotions, which are vibrations, have been given to us for a reason, for a purpose. And if if something is not making me feel good, I need to pay attention to that because there's a message in it. As well as when things make me feel good, you know, I need to pay attention to what's going on, what am I doing, who am I around, what, what are the activities, because I want to do more of that you know, that brings me that good feeling. So those were um, some of the thoughts that came to me as you were talking. Yes, definitely. And and when we go back to what we're talking about with frequencies and vibrations, frequencies is just how strong or fast something goes or how slow or weak something comes back to you. I love to give the example of a radio station. I know a lot of people in South Florida listen to 105.1, but just think if you put to put it to 105.2, that frequency won't be as strong. So we have to speak on a certain level of frequency so it goes out and comes back to us in our ears or in our body or in our mind in a certain way. Vibrations. Vibrations is just what you said. Vibrations are positive or negative, or in the chemistry side, positive or negative charges. I want to touch on a vibration map that I found online, and they have a list of things. And I'm going to start at the top where they talk about when you're in a higher vibration, joy, passion, empowerment freedom, love, appreciation. So just take a second, our audience, and think about when was the last time you felt passionate about something and it brought you joy or you felt empowered. Maybe you're listening to something great and you said, wow, that empowered me to do A, B, and C. Or you have that freedom. Maybe you have financial freedom. Maybe you have freedom because you have a car. Maybe you have freedom because you're not in a wheelchair, and even if you are in a wheelchair, you still have freedom of the mind, just like you're walking, just like the people that do walk, or even appreciation. Now, that's the first level of this chart, and it goes on down. Well, I want to I want to touch on that. I want to touch on that, Christina, um, because I think it's really important for us to know that 
you know, because we do, our bodies do respond to frequencies much more than we really even uh, pay attention to or recognize. I think it is very important for us to know, to pay attention to how are we feeling and to be able to associate that with a vibration. And, and we're talking about these negative and positive kind of kind of polar opposites. Um, you know, it's important to know that some people go from being mad to sad. Happy, I'm happy, or I'm sad. I'm mad, or I, you know, or 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 I, I feel good. And there's so many different emotions in between. So just wanted to, you know, just wanted to say that, and also that appreciation is huge because I, you know, I may not be feeling necessarily a passion or joy. But when I can have gratitude, another word for appreciation is gratitude. When I can have gratitude for, for the things, you know, when I can make a list and and find things to be appreciative of or grateful for, that puts me in that, that, that high vibration, um, you know, that allows uh, positivity to kind of come my way. So I just wanted to speak on that. No, it makes perfect, perfect sense. It's another layer to that after joy, passion, empowerment, freedom, love, and appreciation. The next layer is enthusiasm, eagerness, happiness, positive expectation, and belief. Just think if we walked around eager in whatever we're doing or whatever we're thinking and how the whole world would be different. Well, let, let me rephrase that. Hello. Hello, caller. Oh, hi. I was just wanted to listen to your show. Oh, do you want to make a comment or just listen? No, I just tuned in, so I'm. Okay. You know, you're talking prosperity and vibration and yes. words. I want to hear. <laughs> We're happy to have you. Okay. Thank you very much. Stay, stay on the line. Okay. To something good. And that is so true. You have to do that. The next layer is trust, optimism, hopefulness, and contentment. Now, I was reading something great that you wrote, Katrina, and you talked about the the glass half full and half empty. The half full is all about being optimistic, and that is so important. If we're walking around with our head down and, we're not optimistic about life. Well, where are we going? We're we're representing or having this vibration of a negative vibe, and that frequency is going right, to come right back to us, and we're going to get these negative things that we don't want. So we have to, as you said, check our feelings. Be mindful of what we're thinking and feeling at all times. That's only going to help. Mm-hmm. Um, let's skip down. To, or I'm going to try to go through a couple of these that are maybe now negative because I think it's a middle layer that people don't think are negative, but they are. And the mm-hmm. first one, and I hear this so much, I'm bored. I'm annoyed. I'm irritated. Oh, this person's impatient. They're frustrated. And we look at it as, oh, that's just life. That's not that bad. 
but it's still a negative charge. So we have to check that. And I really, for me, and it might be my own personal ideology, but when I hear somebody's bored, I'm like, really? You don't have anything to do? You can't read a book? You can't go outside? You can't watch something great on TV that's uplifting? It's like, I don't know, that's that one just makes me feel like, where's your zeal for life if you're bored? How can you ever be bored in this life and all the things that is given to you by the highest power? Disappointment, doubt. Go ahead, Katrina. It seems like you want to I, say something. Yeah, I want to make, I think, you know, I think that you're doing a really great job of explaining that uh, emotional, um, that emotional, those emotional levels. Is what they what they are emotional thermometer emotional levels, um, but I, I, will, I also want to say that if you don't know where you are emotionally, you don't know how to get where you want to be. And so, if if empowerment, freedom, appreciation, love, joy, passion, um, you know, positive expectation, happiness. If, if those are the feelings and the emotions that we're reaching for, you know, we have to know what that what that feels like, and and pay attention to what's going on with us. Because if I'm feeling boredom, or if I'm feeling irritation or frustration, that's a sign that I'm not quite where I need to be. And and so when I know, and then you're going to talk about other emotions and, you know, the levels going down that, that let us know that we're really kind of off. And, and it's okay to, to experience those emotions, but to most importantly to recognize that this is where I am so that I can know where I want to be, so that I can I can know where I want to be, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Uh I want to say and agree with everything you said, but also say it in a different way of saying we're all human. So we will have these emotions. But if you know, as you said already, if you know you want to go to a higher level, if you want to feel, and I don't really like the word lucky, but I'll use it. You want to feel lucky and you want to feel like you're getting what you want out of life then you need to look at this top of the chart and say, okay, I want these things at the top and not the things at the bottom. But I sometimes come in contact with people that are on a lower level, and after we finish this list, I'm going to go into some things to hire that vibration because we're all there, we're all human. So me pointing out all these different characteristics or feelings is only showing you, okay, I am here and I need to go up from here. Or, oh, I never thought that boredom was a bad thing. Well, it's not a bad thing, but it's not a high vibration, and you want to try to maintain a high vibration. So continuing on, disappointment. And it could be as simple as, you know, you got a bad report from your son's school, and you're thinking, oh, well, that's not that serious, I'll pass, but, you know, our subconscious, our unconscious is taking that in. And maybe the school thing happened, you addressed it, but maybe day two and day three, it's still there. So you're yelling at your kid and you're wondering, okay, they didn't do anything too bad. Okay, they had an extra cup of ice cream and I didn't want to, but 
I didn't want them to, but it wasn't that serious. Maybe you're still on that disappointment from a couple days ago. Doubt. That's a big one. And I'm going to say, too, that I feel is big that I hear most people worry about. And actually, this is in the middle of the scale. So when you think of scales, you think of, you know, high and low. And then the middle, you would think, okay, that's kind of neutral. It's not. There's no neutral in positive and negative. Or just like they say in biblical tense, there's no hot or cold. You can only be hot or cold. There's no lukewarm. Lukewarm does not work. So these are the lukewarm, the frustration, the impatience, the irritant, the blame, the sadness, the, the discouragement. It's These are things that people might, let's say you're in school and you turned in the paper and you felt like you didn't do your best, you might have doubt that you might not get what you wanted to get. Or your parents are getting older and things are happening to them and you have this sense of worry. Hone into that and know that that's where you're at and find something that can lift you up out of that. Now, as I tell my clients, they're full of I don't knows, and I believe I don't knows are just comp outs. And when a client would tell me, oh, well, I don't know what to do, and I don't know, and I say, listen, I'm the one that doesn't know. You know, so why don't you tell me? There's no I don't knows in the world. We all have feelings. We know where we're at. We know what we're doing. There's no I don't knows. Anger, rage, revenge, hatred. Now we're getting to the hot button ones that you know 100% this is a negative vibe. When you feel like you need to take something out on somebody to hurt them, that's revenge, and that's not good. And you got to remember, Whatever you reflect on somebody, it comes back to you. So it's for your best bet not to have, as I said, anger, rage, revenge, hatred. Uh, This comes back to a compassion exercise that I do because you have to walk in their shoes and see it in their light, and maybe they just don't know better. And even if they do, you think they do. They know right from wrong but there's something inside of them that switches something on to bring them there. Maybe it's something they experienced in their past. Maybe there's something that was passed on from family members. So try to walk in their shoes, and the compassion exercise is a great way to turn some of that around. Jealousy, insecurity, guilt, unworthiness. Again, A lot of people think maybe unworthiness is kind of a neutral one or insecurity is neutral. Actually, that's at the second to last layer of this chart. So that means it's worse than the revenge and hatred. And I think the reason why is anger, rage, revenge, and hatred is something that you might think about. You have to think about it first. But when you think of insecurity, guilt, and unworthiness, Sometimes it just creeps in there, and you you're, you turn into this person. You're like, where is this coming from? Why do I feel this way? Uh, um, many women maybe at this time, they're single. Maybe they don't have a boyfriend. They're not married, and they're like, oh, I'm not worthy. Or maybe they don't have kids. Oh, I'm not worthy. And that should not be a thought that creeps in your head. Everybody has a different role, a different place in life, and be okay where you're at. 
And last and but I, not least. And women, I want to add to that um, unworthiness that, you know, sometimes we um, are around others who don't, uh, who don't honor us and who may use words or um, actions or behaviors to make us feel less than. Um, and, the, you know, those are things to, to pay attention to. Um, but, you know, the actions of others can also make us feel insecure or unworthy um, a, as well. I just wanted to throw that out. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Like attracts like. And it's either you're going to leave that person, and it could be a relationship, an intimate relationship. It could be a friendship. But if you're feeling these feelings because of what this person says or how this person acts around you, yeah, you might have to check your friends, check your family, check your loved ones, the people that you choose to be in relationship with. They make you feel unworthy and guilty and insecure about you, and you know that you are the bomb. Whoa, we have to change the equation. And last but not least, and this is on the lowest level of this emotional chart, is fear, grief, depression, despair, and powerlessness. Powerlessness, I'll start with that one. I I just don't believe that we are powerless people or as humanity. We're not powerless. We all believe in a God, some type of God, and if we believe in God and we know that God is in us and God is so powerful and most powerful, then we have power. Grief. Now, most people think of grief in one aspect of just somebody passing on, somebody dying, some people would say. Grief is is more than that. Grief could be that you are not fitting into your clothes. Grief could be that you're not happy at your job. And think about this. This is at the lowest of the lowest on the totem pole, depression. Now, we have clinical depression. We have depression where you're just dragging around and you're not doing what you need to do. You could be going to to work, to school every day and be depressed and despair. Despair is more like saying you're hopeless. You feel no hope for the future, and you have to have hope for the future. How do you move forth? And I would say with this, we think about these things and we're like, what can I do? But remember, we're all interconnected. So don't just say, what can I do? Think of who you could tap on. Maybe you need a therapist. Maybe you need a life coach. Maybe you need a a friend, a family member. We are all interconnected. Even uh, uh, a stranger on the street might get you out of that space of despair. What I do to keep myself in check, even though I have things going on with my health or with my life, is there's always somebody that has it worse than you. And it's so funny. Sometimes you see these people, and sometimes I go on YouTube just to look at it. And let's say a person that's not that doesn't have hands or legs and they were born that way and they have this positive zest for life. How can I be in despair or fear powerless if they're going through what they're going through and they're able? 
Katrina, it felt like you had something you wanted to add to that conversation. I do. Um, before you before you move on um, to mm-hmm. you know ways to raise your vibration, or before we get into that part of the of the uh, dialogue, want to I want to you know you've gone through each level of emotion from highest to lowest. And I all mm-hmm. I also want to say that sometimes in life, you know, because of things that are happening to us, we go up and down this emotional scale, um, because that's what this is, an emotional scale. And I may be in depression. Well, I can't go from depression to joy. I can't take it's almost impossible to take that quantum leap. And so what happens is that we kind of move up the the scale slowly and we kind of move down the scale slowly. So I may be in a state of depression and go from feeling depressed to anger. And that may give me a sense of relief. Others around me may be like, I liked you better when you were depressed, you know, because depression is is anger uh, geared toward ourselves, where anger, you know, we're kind of lashing out at others. But it's it's a step up the emotional scale. So, you know, sometimes we move through these. Now, if I go from depression to anger, that means that I want to stay in anger. You know, I want to continue to move up, you know, do do the work, do, you know, do the work that I need to do. But I may go from being angry to being frustrated and then from being frustrated to be to being hopeful and then from being hopeful to having belief that things can get better, and then from going to belief to, to appreciation. So we move up and down these emotional scales, and, you know, when we're in those negative emotions, we don't want to get stuck. And so I just wanted to um, to say that. Thank you. Thank you. It makes perfect sense. I'm sorry. Um we we have to know that anger is not a primary emotion. A lot of people would say it is, but it's usually happy or sad is a primary emotion, and then those other emotions happen because of that. A lot of people get it mixed up. Well, I was just angry. But dig a little deeper, and you'll find out you weren't angry. Maybe you were embarrassed first. Maybe you you got hurt in some way, and then the anger came. So, a lot of people, I think it would be great to have a show topic on just emotions with no vibrations, no frequencies, but just touching on the emotions and the scale of how it works. Because I uh, I taught anger management classes at one time, and the first thing I would tell my group is that is not a primary emotion. Something happened before you got there. And it's good to be able to identify and then know what you can do to do better and have interventions, personal interventions, community interventions to address it. But even before that, let's go to preservation and things that we could do on the pre-side so we don't get to that point. And that's where now we can move into how to raise your vibrational, vibrational scale or raise your vibration in general. Uh, we would all like to have a stronger connection with others or maybe even your God. And to do that, we want to have positive thoughts. 
have better emotional state, and we would also like to improve our physical health. Wouldn't the audience agree? I would say yes. I know people going through physical health things, emotional states, and uh, having negative thoughts or even wanting to be close. Maybe they feel like they're in a, a place where I don't know what God is or what where I should go when it comes to my spiritual practice. So I think these will help you get to the place where you want to get with all of those aspects. Uh, as I said before, like attracts like. So if you have a lower vibration, it's more likely that you'll attract circumstances, circumstances that mirror this, such as difficult people, frustration, and situations. So remember, like attracts like. So if you're in a happy state, it's really hard for you to be around people that's not happy. You're going to want to get away from them or they're going to want to get away from you. And you'll find that if you're in a happy state and you're talking to somebody that's negative, you're going to want to get off the phone really, really quick if you know they don't have these interventions or the preventions of these in place. The first one that I want to talk about, and I have this in another program that I do, is find an exercise you enjoy. Take some time out of every day, if you can, even if it's five, ten minutes, to do an easy routine. Why? Because if your blood is moving and your cells are moving, you're going to be happy. Think about people that sit and sit and sit and sit. For hours on end, maybe staring at the TV or doing things that really don't have a positive purpose, they're not happy. So think about how you can get your blood moving by exercising. Also with exercising, a lot of times people go into meditative states. Maybe you're walking and you're around nature and you'll get in just a place of gratefulness and inner peace. So find those times that you can exercise. And it's good for you spiritually and and for your mind and soul, but think about it just as simple as how you can address it with your physical health. I want want, to say something about that, Hasina. It's so true. It's it's so true that exercises is important. Um, like you said, to get the blood flowing, to get the circulation going up into our, our brain, um, you know, because it helps to increase flow. We can think better, um, you know, when we exercise or after we exercise. Um, it just has so many benefits. But I notice for me that when I'm under a lot of stress and pressure, that's when I feel like I don't have the time. <laughs> And when I feel like I don't have the time is when I really need to be taking time out, you know, for myself to exercise. So that's something that that I, that is um, a, um, um, something like a, a red light for me is when I when I stop exercising, that lets me know that something's going on that I really need to pay attention to because it's, I'm not I'm not in balance because I know that exercise is, is just a it, typically it's a part of my routine and um you know just a part of what I do to to be healthy 
But um, I wanted to make that point. When we're stressed out, it's when it's hard to really find the time to do it, but it's when we really need to do it the most. And like you said, even taking five or ten minutes out a day um, to walk or, or, you know, to do something is beneficial. That's very true. Now, we have 24 hours in a day, and let's say we work a regular nine-to-five job. That's about, eh, what? eight hours, supposedly nine hours a day, and then we have travel Depending on what our travel time is. Right. We have to think about travel time. We have to think about picking up the kids. Maybe you have to cook, you have to clean. But I bet you, you have five minutes to do something to raise your pressure. And when I say pressure, I'm talking about your blood flow. Well, your your pressure is your blood flow. People don't think of that. They only think of high blood pressure, but it's your blood flow. Meditating. Now, some people are into meditating. Some people are not. You know, find what works out for you. If it's not meditating, maybe it's just praying. Maybe it's not praying. Maybe it's just being still. But meditation um, helps you be more conscious of your thoughts and I know I'm going to touch on it, but I'm going to touch on it now while it's fresh in my head. Conscious of your thoughts. This goes back to being mindful. As I take a breath, we need to be thinking of what we're going to say and being in the moment. Don't have so many things going on when you're trying to be still around you. Like right now I'm on my patio. I hear the boys playing basketball. I hear somebody's dryer going. I hear it beeping. I hear my son watching cartoons. Try to find a way that you can fully be still. Even if these disruptions could be going on, zone out. Try to take, even if it's 10 minutes, 5 minutes, do something. Set something aside. As much as we watch TV, especially as people that live in the USA, we we spend maybe four or five hours a day watching TV, starting maybe with news, and then when we get home, maybe we have the TV on while we're cooking or cleaning. Turn it off and take some of that time just to sit with you, yourself, and get in a comfortable position. Close your eyes and practice resting between your thoughts, and you will feel your vibration go up. Because I think the issue with um, meditating is a lot of people have so many thoughts in their head and these thoughts and thoughts and thoughts. And when you're having all these thoughts in your head, usually it goes back to that scale of worry. Or what do I need to do now? What do I need to do now? What is the goal of this? What do I have to do with that? Take time just to, even talking like that just made me edgy. (laughs) But take time to just be still. (laughs) Um, Be aware of what you watch and listen. And also read. Now, I'm not going to say the author's name, but he has very interesting books. And I used to read the series all from a teenager to maybe 11 years ago. And then I had to stop. I said, boy, it's too much drama in those books. And, yes, it takes me to a different place, but I found myself being edgy after watching it. Or some of the younger people that might be listening, or maybe you have kids that are in their teenage levels or 20-year-olds, 
and they watch some of this uh, TV where it's supposed to be real life and not scripted, which I think is scripted, it has a lot of drama in that. And a lot of times, even when I did watch it before, I would say, oh, my gosh, uh, is my person that I'm, you know, the person I'm in a relationship doing this thing, these things that I see on TV? And then instead of, instead of it staying on TV, it's now coming into my household and listen to. Um, we all love music, I believe, um, and we have to think about the music that we listen to. And because of that, I had to change the pace of the music I listen to because sometimes in the past it would not be positive and I no longer wanted to continue having those vibrations in my head. Mm. So think about how it makes you feel when you listen to a song. And, again, I don't want to say any entertainers because they're good at what they do, some of them. But I remember where I was, and if I was not having a good day and I was angry, I would turn on this song. If I was in love, I would turn on this song. So think about how it makes you feel. Just like if you hear a sad song, sometimes you want to cry. If you watch a sad movie, you might want to cry. So be mindful of the frequencies you're submerging yourself in. The next one on here. Uh, well, is, Christian, I wanna, I wanna, um, I wanna say something about that, yeah. about you know, the be aware of what you watch, what you listen to, and what you read. Because um, mm-hmm. I stopped watching TV some years ago. I don't even know how long ago it's been, but you know, I, I've been a student for a long time now. And I, I remember when I, when I had a TV, when I was in, when I was in my my, my master's program, when I had a TV. And I would turn it on, and I would just find myself staring off at it, not even really watching it, but just, just, I don't know what I was doing. I was like in space, but my face was in the TV. And I, and then one day it just came to me, Katrina, they are getting paid to entertain you, and you are not getting paid to sit up and watch them. And I, and for me, I realized that I was wasting a lot of time that I could have been studying, or doing other things with. So I was able to kind of let go of that that medium, you know, so what I watch or what I, yeah, what I watch, but I really pay attention. I try to pay attention and touch on it words, how people talk around me. And, and, but what I really want to bring up is how I talk to myself. And I think that is so important. You know, yes, it's important for us to be aware outside of ourselves. What are we watching? What are we listening to? What are we reading? And how is it affecting our vibration? But also, what am I, how am I talking to myself? You know, what what am I saying to myself? Am I saying things like, you know, Katrina, you never get that right. Katrina, you're so stupid. Katrina, what? Or, you know, or am I affirming myself? Am I patting myself on my back? Am I saying, Katrina, good job. Katrina, you know, you did the best that you could today. Good job. Words. How are we speaking to ourselves? So I, I wanted to to point that out. I think that's really important. Yeah. Definitely self talk. Definitely self talk. And now we're talking about the mind. Well, let's talk about the body. Drinking a lot of water. I know there's people that might not like the taste of water. They might need to put the crystal light in there, or they like their soda. They like the bubbles, but. We might not think of it, but water is a form of energetic uh, energetic life force. This is how our plants grow. 
If we didn't have water, all our plants would die. <laughs> so drinking plenty of it throughout the day, and it'll be good if we could do filtered or at least spraying or something like that, but it helps flush your body out of the toxins that you take in. We have so many choices when it comes to eating food that a lot of the things we eat do have toxins in it. So you should be drinking water. And if I could add a side note that helps with your vibration but also with your body is you're supposed to be drinking half your weight in ounces of water. So think about that. Whatever your weight is, divide it by two, and that's how much. And I know some people are like, oh, my gosh, that is so much. But it's so important, so important. And since we're talking about water, we might as well talk about food. Eating fresh, eating healthy, eating wholesome food. Don't you find sometimes, or when I was younger, I would eat cereal and not the wholesome. Maybe I would have my Fruity Pebbles. I liked Fruity Pebbles when I was younger, teenager, early 20s, loved it. But usually I would eat it, and I would feel hungry soon after because it wasn't wholesome. So along with containing nutrients, food has an energetic vibration to it. Choosing healthy, fresh, whole foods uh, that are not overprocessed, foods that are frozen, or foods that don't have that have not been chemically altered will help raise your vibration. If you can't afford organic, maybe try free range. Uh, swap out some of that junk food for healthier alternatives. Maybe it's nuts or dry fruits. Uh, maybe it's fresh fruits, apples, bananas, oranges. Always read those labels and know what you're putting in your body. We can look out the back of a box and see all these languages, or I say languages, it's like they're speaking in tongues. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> labels. So I am considered vegan. I do sometimes, I might eat a cookie here and there or some donuts, but I try to stay away from dairy, meat, eggs, and I just find that my vibration is so higher, high, and spiritually with food, it changes things. So going back to food again, eating so slowly and mindfully. Now, that means maybe not eating in front of the TV, turning off all electronics while you eat, not having a lot of things going around, and taste your food. Now that I eat differently and I don't eat meat and certain things anymore, butters, I could taste things in my food that I didn't even know that was in my food. And now I'm more sensitive when I eat something that's not so great. Like, oh, my stomach feels funny. Why? So look into that because you want to raise your high raise a higher vibration. Create a vibrational home or sanctuary, like space for yourself. Now, being a therapist... I like that. I, I like that. Yeah. I always looked at my home as my sanctuary. Why? Because I'm out there fighting the good fight, and then I need to come home and feel like I can cuddle up with soft, pretty things and nice smells and things like that after a long day's work. I always have tea in my house. I always have uh, hot cocoa in my house because those are those are things that make me feel good on the inside. 
So think of those things that can raise your vibration in your home. It's important to have a space where you can have have peace and be creative. If you live with others, you can't change the whole house. Just focus on on making that one room your higher vibration. Buy some salt, some lamps, some candles, some plants, some crystals. Decorate your space. That makes it feel peaceful. Now, Katrina, you've been to my home, my bedroom. I actually changed it around and... It's a uh, some type of fiddling, squiggly thing I do when I when I was really in high school. Really nice, that decoration. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of getting the wall paint, and I said, "Well, geez, I'm creative. I could do this myself." So two dollars later, this is what I came up with, and I feel like my room is more at peace. It's not so stock or stark as it used to be, just by adding a little bit of art on the wall. And it was actually my own. So now I even have a level, a higher vibration of pride of what I did in my own home that I could say, yeah, I did that. Set yeah, you, got that big, you got that big vision board, too. <laughs> really oh, yeah. Nice. And that, that so helps. If you can have a vision board that big, that's great. Mine is actually on a wooden board, and it's taller than me. I would say it's about seven feet tall. And I stuck my vision board on there, the parts that you cut out in the magazines. I have sayings and quotes on there, just things to get me in a nice place. And we all need that. And like I said, it doesn't matter if you're renting a room. Do something to make make your vibration raise rise when you go up into a certain place in your home, your bathroom, your kitchen. Make it feel like you so you're comfortable there. The worst thing to do is to be in a place and you don't feel comfortable and you don't feel at peace. And I know this is something we talked about for another show topic. It's also talking about colors and scents and essential oils. And I can't wait to hear what we all have in, in queue with that one because that's the awesome conversation of how to yeah. raise the vibe. Yeah, people don't recognize uh, how colors, you know, how colors do affect how they feel. Exactly. Now I'm going to skip around for time, but healing, letting go of the past. Most people go their whole life without even clearing out the cobwebs as a consequence and prevents them from living a happy, fulfilled life. If you have unresolved emotional patterns or negative belief system from your past, Find a good practitioner, therapist, uh, self-healer, anything that you feel works for you that can help you work through those the numbness that you have over not letting go of the past. We all have a past. We all have skeletons. We all have cobwebs. But once we clear through that, boy, our vibration has to go higher. It can't stay where it is. I always say you can't stay there. <laughs> you can't stay there. That goes back to practicing forgiveness and compassion. And I talked about it, I touched it touched it before in conversation when I said, when you can walk in somebody's shoes and feel the way they might be feeling, and maybe it's not a positive thing, but then you can understand where they're coming from. And that's having compassion and being okay that that's where they're at and understanding a little bit more of where they're at. And just forgiving. 
let it go. Forgiveness, people think it's for that other person, but forgiveness is really for you. I just want to say that again. Forgiveness is really for you. Moving forth with some or some more things, and I got this from you, Katrina. I, I read some of your works online, and I thought this was great. Sharing of knowledge. Being helpful towards others when it's required. Wait, let me say that again. Being helpful towards others is required. It is required. One must be willing to give of themselves. It is essential that in order to prosper one, one must determine how they will contribute to others in the world around them. Some do volunteer work. Some mentor. Others give charitable causes. Now, sharing knowledge, Katrina, I would love if you talk about this because this is you. Oh, okay. Well, um, you know, often when we give back, it's a form of giving back. When we have gained a certain amount of knowledge, it's always important to, to turn around and reach back and to bring somebody else along because someone shared with us, uh, you know, whether we recognize it or not, many people have have shared and imparted into us to help to make us the people that, that we are in a positive light. And so, you know, we need to do that same thing. Um, and, and, again, it, it could be doing volunteer work. It could be mentoring others. Sometimes I don't have the time, so it can be contributing to charitable causes that, that you believe in. But it's important. Right. Don't 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 let that knowledge, you know, when you're not here anymore, what legacy are you leaving? Don't you know, don't take it with you. Leave you know, leave that knowledge behind so that you can help others and others for generations to come. Yeah. And going back to when we were talking about frequencies, even though we're talking about raising your vibration, this goes back to frequencies. When you're sharing your knowledge, you're throwing it out there for somebody else to get, you're going to get that coming right back to you. Frequency is like a boomerang. So remember, if you're volunteering, if you're mentoring, if you're just sharing your ideas with somebody or how you did something to get to where you are with somebody that's coming up, that is going to come back to you in some type of form in a positive way. And just to wrap up, I know time is going. I'm going to wrap up with two things that you said again, Katrina, that I thought was awesome. Self-inventory. One must be willing to do an honest inventory of strengths and weaknesses. Understanding weaknesses but building on your strengths. Learn how to turn weaknesses into strength. Now, that goes back to our scale. That can go back to other things, maybe of forgiving others, uh, also looking at your strengths and how you can put it out there, of sharing your knowledge, and word watchers. We touched on it before, but it's so, so imperative. Word watching. Be committed to being mindful and purposeful of the words that you use. Practice thought and word consciousness. Learn to use language that leads them in the direction of their dreams and goals. 
So I would wrap it up with saying speaking positively and being mindful of every word that comes out your mouth. And even if the word, you can't think of the right word to say, be silent. Nothing's wrong with silence. I know a lot of people think we always have to have something to say. Sometimes that person just wants you to listen. So watch your words. So, Katrina, I'm going to let you close out for us. Okay. You know, as as you were, you know, we have such great tips, you know, for raising your vibration and, 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 and living a positive life. I was, you know, this, this may be a um, this may be a um, a parking lot, but you know, I was thinking <laughs> this, this might be this might be a great little ebook that oh, yeah. um, that we could create to 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 offer to our listeners. You know, those who want to know, because we you know we didn't even go through half of um, you know half of the tips that we have, and they always help us. So you know, we definitely want to share. So great job, Christina. Thank you. Thank you. You know, great job to you for helping out. <laughs> Aiden. <laughs> I can't do it without you, Katrina. <laughs> okay, well, um, okay, give me one second. Okay. Well, we want to thank you, our listening audience, for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness, challenges, and solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach, along with Hasina Roach, Relational Consultant, and Wanda Miles, Radio Personality. Um. We want to ask you to join us uh, every Sunday at at 5 p.m. Bring a friend, and we also want also want you to like us on Facebook at Positively Affirmative Radio. Positively Affirmative Radio. Thank you. Next week, join us. Bring a friend and share the prosperity. All right. Have a great week, Katrina. All right. You too, Katrina. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. Don't mess with Mr. In Between.